Hello, and welcome to Boo Covery, where East meets West as we learn from Buddhist psychology how to deal with mental health and health issues. And now your host, Tyler Woods. Hi, this is Tyler Woods, and welcome to Boo Covery. Don't forget, you can always catch Boo Covery at Boo Covery, that's B-U-C-O-V-E-R-Y dot com. I've had a lot of people ask me, how did I get into Buddhism? Was I born into Buddhism? How did I begin to believe uh, in Buddhism? And I think the story is fascinating. You know, I was someone who was raised a Christian, and I escaped Christianity after being a Baptist for a few years and then Mormon. It was wonderful seeing life and spirituality through a new lens because I left the church, and rather than just being a Christian or a Mormon, um, I began to be spiritual and living a Buddhist lifestyle. And I think it's because there's something in Buddhism that's speaking to people's heart and their experience and meeting their spiritual needs in a way that Christianity just simply can't. And I mean, Buddhist philosophy is straightforward. The approach says that all life brings suffering. The suffering is caused from an attachment. So the way to overcome suffering is by detachment, which can be done by practicing mindfulness. And in Buddhism, there's no guilt and shame. As a Mormon, I realized how their dogma cut across my self-development as a child. I was not allowed to think for myself. I was not allowed to hang out with the neighborhood kids because they didn't practice the same religion as I did. I was told I could not think for myself and I would never measure up, mainly because I was a woman. And what I knew was I would never be good enough. I was taught what I believed in was wrong and I had to believe what a church told me, not what I chose. That I was born of sin and that outstanding Outside of the church, anything outside of the church was treated like a threat. And I began to believe I was worthless. And if I did not get married and have a bunch of kids and learn how to take care of all a man's needs, that I would disappoint God in some way. Belonging to Christianity discouraged me in thinking for myself. And let's not go into trusting myself because I was a woman. And as a woman... In that church, I had no worth. I had to trust a man and God. That was it. In fact, in that church, a 14-year-old had more power than a 40-year-old woman because males dominated. And I almost felt ashamed for being a woman. And I had nothing but hate for myself and actually began to think suicide was an option. I even went into counseling and they told me to leave the church, that it produced too much guilt and shame. I was taught a woman basically could not think for herself, and I learned to fear God, not love God. I was reminded daily also that these were the end of times and how the world would end, and that God loved us so much that he would destroy the earth And the details of how he would destroy this earth were more gruesome than any horror film you could imagine. And we would be plagued with illness, and the oceans and the streets would be filled with blood and fire and death and destruction, all because God loved us so much. I went to church because I was scared to death not to go. 
This was Christianity in my life. Religion taught me to hate myself and to fear God. I left, and I discovered one thing. I am love. I knew since I was eight years old that we have an opportunity to come back and do it over and over again, and that we had many lives. I didn't even know what the word Buddhism was, but I somehow, at the age of eight, had a few concepts of Buddhism without even knowing it. I didn't even know the term Buddhism or what it was, but I was aware there was a practice in life that could provide ways to cultivate compassion and a universal love without exclusion, and that women were just as important as men, and we were all equal. Now, for a while, I became an atheist, then an agnostic, then I realized the label didn't matter. When I got sober 32 years ago, AA was filled with God, and after a while, I realized AA was not teaching me what I needed. It was simply teaching me to be attached I needed to understand that I was attached to drugs and alcohol and that that attachment made me suffer. And if I'm going to let go of the attachment, the suffering would need to leave. And I met people who told me that that was part of Buddhism philosophy. And as soon as I heard that, I knew I found home. That Buddhism and I went back many lives ago. And in my 30s, I rediscovered Buddhism in this carnation. Now, coincidentally, I had the opportunity to see the Dalai Lama. And as I sat in the same room with him, I couldn't even feel my body. I was weightless. And I knew I found my path. And the more I heard him talk, the more familiar everything sounded. I knew in a past life I was Buddhist, and I knew it when I was eight years old, and I had forgotten about it because of all the dogma that was shoved down my throat and the horrid depression my religion bestowed upon me. My depressions and feeling worthless lifted me, and I became present. They just lifted. I learn that being present in a compassionate way is a spiritual practice in its own right. I learned compassion and not the exclusion that religion taught me. I left Christianity with no guilt, no shame, just a feeling of comfort and relief. Buddhism offered me um, freedom of being held hostage to the dogma by simply learning about the Four Noble Truths and the Eightfold Path. And I began to understand that the basic principles of Buddhism were not necessarily to believe in heaven or hell or to chant. No, I understood that the focus was simply to learn how to live without turmoil and in harmony with all living creatures, all colors, all sexualities, everything by following the middle way between the extremes and the overindulgence and self-denial. Buddhism allowed me an oasis where I could regain equilibrium. 
I'm a psychotherapist, so I began to study Buddhist psychology and discovered how well it worked to help people with depression, anxiety, grief and loss, PTSD, so many other emotions that wreak havoc on our mental well-being. And Buddhist psychology helps us to refrain from ways of thinking and behaving that create suffering. The wisdom and philosophy of Buddhism can offer an antidote to many of the problems we face today. I began to use Buddhist psychology, also known as positive psychology, and began to see the improvement of people who I was treating in their suffering. I was amazed that people just needed a little more self-compassion to end their own suffering. Well, I left an awful religion 40 years ago and discovered I really was escaping a dogmatic slavery. And I entered a lifestyle of compassion and understanding. And I understood that life is suffering and there's a way to end it. And that I could let go of all the things that made me suffer and found new freedoms where compassion and mindfulness made all the difference in my life. I was pleased to discover that research on compassion-focused therapy is very effective treatment for things such as anxiety, depression, shame, low self-esteem, self-hate. Today, I stand proud in my belief that offers me inspiration, not dogma, that makes me feel pride, not shame, that allows me the freedoms to discover me and to heal and allow that eight-year-old in me the freedom to practice what she knew all along. For now, this is Tyler Wood saying, walk in peace. 